right, so if we actually look at freedictionary.com and we look at the definition, which I did, uh, synchronization, which is an effect like a stereo speaker slightly out of sync. So timing out of sync. So if something's out of sync, which by the way, if you guys will, just a moment, we're gonna play a little lovely video of some lip syncing and things like that. That is pretty hilarious, but um, harmony, which is a chord in sync with today's fashions. So to be in sync, if we look at the word harmony and we look at the definition of harmony, it means an agreement and feeling or opinion, a, a chord, live in harmony. So agreement and feeling. So to be in sync with something, we are in agreement with something, correct? Right? So to be in sync with something, we are in agreement. So we are synchronized with it. We are in harmony with something. So in harmony, Megan, what is, in, what is harmony? We are to what? Harmony. You have what? But you work together, right? And so, as one, because we are doing it together, so you, but you play your own part. But if only one part is singing, it does not work, correct? Megan? Harmony. I'm trying to talk to you. Yes, you're the music person. I'm not. I need your help. I know, apparently. Wade, Andrew. So when you're in sync, you're in harmony, you're in agreement of a feeling or opinion. So to be in sync with something that you're agreeing with what is going on, you're in that connection, you're in that, you're, you're feeling of the same opinion. So also the other definition of sync is accord. So to cause to confront, conform or agree, bring into harmony to grant. So to cause to conform. So it is working together. So go and play that video and bring those lights down if you will. Go and bring the lights down first. Bring your attention to the screen for a moment. You'll like this. A little bit of... What did you do? It reeks. It's like a hot foot forest. Oh, well, I got the squirts. You know, we make fudge puddles. My bad. Didn't need the visual. It's horrific. Okay, can we forget it? I got a purse. You don't even like it. I do. Everyone thinks well, I don't. I'm buying you a new one. An extra milk. But I have milk. Yeah, but you're the one that chokes on water. Scooby-Doo. Your dog spit this evil grunge at me, and you know you want to go dance with me. Hey, 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 come on now. <laughs> hey, tuna flavor. I'm the queen. Not, you're too excitable. Drink. Yeah, he's so right. Hey, Joe. What, who's Joe? Okay, wait, wait, you're not Joe? I thought he was Joe. He's codfish Joe. Remember Bob the human? He hurt me. And bombed Josie Seeger's 10-speed. Can it, you little liar. He barfed on a sailor like a pig. And the police ate Timothy. Every night, I want you to hold Marvin the cat. He's not a real cat. Will you text me? I don't want you to text me. You're stupid. You're dumb. Okay. Well, whose father's on crack? Poor little hoe right there. You went out with Brian. Well, he's mine. And now I'm loco crazy. You stink. <laughs> Yay, a goat. And that's how babies grow. 
gotta be kidding. It's not. Face it, you're the devil. No. no. All right. So how many of you guys know that that's exactly what was said in the Hunger Games? Everybody know that, right? How many of you guys seen Hunger Games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Divergent, Divergent, good one too. How many of you guys like Hunger Games better? Divergent better. All right. So... Looking at their lip sync, that's not what they said. But reading their lips, that's what it looks like they say, does it not? I mean, she has, um, what did she say, poop cakes, she said, um, patty cakes. You guys were laughing so loud, I think you missed that part. Um, but with the syncing of something, with just looking at it, you cannot tell that it is in sync with something that, it, that they're reading or what they're saying is not actually what they're saying, Right? So to be in sync, as we see the in sync of synchronization, so we're in harmony or we're in accord. So to be in sync with something, we have agreement. We are, we are to form with it. We are, to be, we are granted with it. We are conforming with it, and we are agreeing with it. So to be in sync with me, you are in what with me? You're in agreement. So in, in agreement with me, then you are with, what, with, you are with me in what ways? Every way, right? Because if I'm in agreement with you, then, then there might be some, a few things that obviously that, you know, might we see different ways. But in the same aspect with Pastor Sherwood or with the church, we are, what, in agreement with it, right? We should be, right? So tonight, I want to go over a few things actually of um, kind of showing you guys of how important it is that you're here at church that you are involved in church, that you're involved with ministries, that you're not just, because if you're just here, does not necessarily mean that you are what? In sync, right? Hebrews 10 and 25 says, And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. So what's this say there? It says, neglect going to meetings together, like some people do, right? Matthew, is that what it says? Are you sure? <laughs> Let us, what? Not neglect. So right there, that is one scripture that tells us to what? What? To go, you know, and fellowship with other godly people and worship together, right? Can you guys understand that? I know it's, you know, NLT it might be a little bit still advanced for you, but, you know, can you guys understand that okay? I need to text you through, you know, all those lovely LOL or whatever, you know. So in Proverbs 27 and 17, as iron sharpens iron, so as a friend sharpens a friend. So when we are around other Christian people at places, what's ha what happens? As the scripture says, huh? We become better Christians because when you're around each other, I'm talking about real Christians, you're around each other, what's going to naturally happen? You're going to bond and mature and grow. Yeah, exactly, in the same aspect. It's kind of like this. I used to love photography, which I still love. I had a friend that we used to hang out all, you know, all the time, my wife and um, Mike and Val, and we'd all hang out as kind of a big, large family and just hang out all the time. 
Well, she loved photography. I love photography. So when we hung out all the time, that's all we talked about. That's, you know, so we always did photography all the time. Now we live like 700 miles away from them. I don't ever do it anymore. Do it sometimes. I love it. Like a couple weekends ago, I went out with Caleb. Now that I got somebody else that likes photography with me. But what I'm saying is, is that, that when we are together, then it helps us keep on track of whatever it is, Right? 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 So we are on track with something. So when, when, when we're together with someone else that likes God or loves God, that's in love with him, what do you think naturally is going to be what we're going to talk about? What do you think naturally, if I get the desire to do something else, that they're going to do? Tell me not to. Help direct me in a different way. Or help keep me accountable. Correct? So being around other Christians keep us what? Accountable, that's right. So Iron Sharpens Iron, Hebrews 10, actually I already read this, but I'll go and read the whole um, two verses. It says, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as a habit of some, but encouraging one another and all more as you see the day drawing near. Um, Psalms 150, 1 through 6, and this is just a few of the verses. It says, praise the Lord, praise God in his where? Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tramp, uh, trample, trampoline. <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. Tambourine, a dance. Praise him with strings. If you can praise him with tr- uh, trampoline, I think that'd be great. Praise him with sounding cymbals. We're not bringing them in the sanctuary. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. And in, and in Colossians, it says three and six. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing admonishing, admonishing, I can't even say it right, one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns, spiritual songs with thankfulness in the hearts to God. So what would, I mean, doesn't it kind of, I mean, isn't that pretty blatant what we're supposed to do? So we see, though, to be in sync, to stay connected to the church or in sync with the church doesn't mean that just coming here means that you are in agreement, does it? Does it mean that you're in sync with it? Does it mean that you're connected to it? Because quite frankly, probably about 70 to 80% of people that come to church just go to church. Can you guys agree? You ever get stuck in that rut? You just come to church? You come because you know you're supposed to, or you come because you know you're, you're, you know, you're supposed to change, or you're supposed to grow, but we don't come to be changed. We don't come because we are in love with God. We come because we know that's what we're supposed to do, or, you know, some of it is because you love God, but some of it, a lot of times we just get stuck in a funk, right? Anybody in funks right now? It's hard to get out of, isn't it? So to be in sync does not mean that, you know, just because you're coming here does not mean that you're in sync and you're in agreement with me, right? 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 Because if you're in agreement with me, then that means that you're going to be connected. Then that means that you're going to be going to church on a regular basis. That means you're going to be going to events. That means you're going to be involved in outreach events and activities. You're going to be involved in worshiping. You're going to be involved in listening. You're going to be involved in applying it. You're going to be involved in respecting. You're going to be involved with um, obedience, right? We see that you know, if you're connected, things begin to get what? Easier, right? Because when we are disconnected from the godly body, really we have no other support with us, do we? 
besides God. But if we're disconnected from the body of Christ, the church, then who's there to help support us? If we're disconnected from the body, then do you think our, our direction towards God is going the way it should be? If we're not connected with, with the church body, do you think that we have the same desires as the church body? So quite frankly, by saying that, you know, obviously I know things come up and things happen and life happens. I understand that. But over the gist of understanding that, that if, if someone doesn't go to 95% of things, then their desires for the world tend to be stronger than the person that goes 95% of things. Correct? So by showing, by your actions, if you're not going to 95% of church events, then where do you think your vision is? Unless, I'm not saying that you might do some ministry outside of the church, but who does a ministry outside of the church? You got one. Okay, so that means that if you're not at 95% of things, then your desire is not what? Right? Right? Do you guys agree with that? Are you in agreement? Because when you are and when you are in sync, then you are going together, then you are going forward. I mean, Saturday night we were at an outreach, which wasn't this huge ordeal. There wasn't thousands of people and people weren't falling out in the spirit. But there were people there that looked like they haven't been to church or that 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 they don't know God like we know God. And I had, I think, ten people show up. Seven. And that's not even why I felt like God. Actually, last night or yesterday, I was praying at prayer. And I know this sounds awful, but how many of you guys ever pray and kind of feel like you doze off for a second? I was praying. I was actually sitting up in the front seat, um, almost, you know, right at the front stage. I was about two or three seats over from the middle. And I was sitting there. I had my laptop and my Bible and all of that. You know, I've been writing notes and stuff in my laptop. And I'm a nerd. I don't write notes hardly. I type notes. If you go to my pages, you can go through thoughts. And I got all these thoughts that you know, different things I feel like God speaks to me. And actually, I dozed off. I thought I fell asleep and was in a dream. And then you're like kind of in that day's world. You know what I mean? But actually, I felt like God showed me something, which actually I feel like God kind of was showing me this very thing right here. And so through something that I feel like God was showing me from something simple because I was in sync with who? Because I was in what? Huh? I was in prayer and I was in his what? in his presence. So, so through something that I thought was a, just a physical thing, I'm, saying, I'm not saying that you go, go to go pray and you sleep the whole time. I'm not saying that. But sometimes when you do, that is sometimes the best restful time. Anybody else agree? Anybody ever had that time? Now, you can't sleep the whole time. You, you're like, I'm going to go pray, and then you go sleep for the night. You know, that, that, that doesn't work that way. But, but God was, you know, showing me that, that actually that there was this, this guy, this is actually what I've seen, there's a guy that was like, it was like he had this connection on the back of him or some sort of something. I'm not even sure. But it was like a pipe or a, um, a plug or something that would hook on the back of him. But, he, but what I can remember from what he basically said something like, I don't want to be connected. I don't want to be in sync. Get this off of me. And then I was that back. And all of a sudden, it just started flooding through, through me, and I started typing, writing down different things, and I started looking at the benefits of church and being, kind of just researching some myself just so 
you know, I had some scriptures, more scriptures to back things up. But, but the thing about it is, guys, like, we come here every week, but we don't want to be connected. We don't want to be involved because when we're involved, then that gets uncomfortable because then that's when we know we have to give up things. That's when we know that we, we can't, you know, it brings the light. When we're in the scripture, it brings the light our sin, right? It brings to light what we do wrong. It brings to light what is involved in our own life. And so when we're in it, we're going full-fledged, and we don't always like that. And a lot of times we come in here, we want to put on the facade that we are connected and that we are in agreement, but we are not in agreement. Actually, um, New York Times by uh, T.M. Lutherman, published actually last year, she says this, one of the most striking scientific, and you guys remember this, New York Times, this isn't, you know, Charlotte Times, you know what I mean? This is New York Times that wrote this, and I only took part of the paragraph, some of it, she was just kind of, you know, not obviously what I felt like agreement, but one of the most striking scientific discoveries about religion in the recent years is that going to church weekly is good for you. Religious attendance, at least religiousology, however, why she puts, yes, thank you, boosts the immune system and decreases blood pressure. It may add as much as two to three years to your life. The reason for this is not entirely clear, which obviously we know why. Healthy behavior is no doubt another part. Certainly many churchgoers struggle with behavior they would like to change, but on average, regular church attendees listen to this, drink less, smoke less, use fewer recreation drugs, and are less sexually uh, promiscuous. I can't even say that either. I can't speak tonight. Thank you. Than others. Yet, I think there may be another factor. Any faith demands that your experience the world as much. Yet, I think there may be another factor. Any faith demands that you experience the world as much as more than just what is material and observable. This does not mean that God is imaginary, but that because God is um, immaterial, which is he, he's not, he doesn't care about material, those of faith must use their imaginations to represent God. To know God in an evangelistical church, you must experience what you can only be imagined as real, and you must also experience it as now, this is the New York Times. Do you get this? Do you understand that, or do I need to reread it? I know I stumbled over some of it. That's okay. But this is a non-Christian that writes in, I assume she's a non-Christian. She writes in the New York Times about how church is a healthy thing, that in, in order to know God, you have to experience him, and you have to know him as real, and you have to know him, experience him as good. Well, in order for those things to happen, you know, this lady's talking about church as being a healthy thing for you, for your immune system, for your blood pressure, to, you know, just the form factor of you not be, you being a better person in that aspect, which, do we really care about being a better person? Is that what it's all about? It's really about loving and serving God, right? But we see just in the New York Times how, how even in the secular world that they see how important really it is to go to church, that it changes things, right? Right? Are you guys getting this? Are you guys staying? Are you guys staying connected? Uh, another gentleman here writes, he says, have you ever wondered why, why you go to church or think 
that you think of a real pro profound reason to go to church, thir here's 13 different reasons that he believes that is important because it is an act of obedience of God and it honors the Lord's day. Remember the, the Sabbath day to keep it holy because we need to belong to a community of faith and it includes our brothers and sisters in Christ who are trying to live out the gospel just like we are. Number three, because we will benefit from being taught and led in worship by others rather than always depending on ourselves to read and study the Bible. Because we need the regular reminders of stand out of our standing in Christ, help in the acknowledging and confessing our sins and teaching us about God's truth. How many of you guys you guys how many of you guys said that you read it on a daily basis? And I ask this pretty often. You try to read on a daily basis. You try to read. That means that come on, raise your hand if you really read your Bible. Don't be ashamed of it. That means that the rest of you only hear the word of God when you come here on Wednesday nights or Sundays, and some of you guys are just Wednesday night crew. That means that really, like last week we talked about, you know, the more, we, more that we get in the Word of God, the more we what? We will what? Understand it, right? The more that we get in the Word of God, the more we will understand it. The more that we'll move closer to God because we are in sync with Him. So coming to church is really the, the only, sometimes some of you guys, the only really God that you get. Number five, because we need help in praying, tithing, and fasting, because we need help to face the issues of life and faith as, as presented through the teachings of the Bible. Number seven, because we need to hear from hear how believers in the past struggled, grew, and lived in our faith from different perspectives. Number eight, because we need to hear about the experience of other contemporary believers, because we need to hear, the, hear reminders of God's love. Number ten, there's got just four more left, because we need an alternative to constant, message of culture that ignores God because we need to experience art, art, artistic and creative expressions of faith such as music, praying, fasting, tithing. Number 12, because believers need help to reflect on the past, we can see it as a small part of a journey of life. Number 13, because we need a conclusion, break from God, a break from work, family problems, self-interest in, in order to consecrate on the Lord. So to be in sync, to be in sync is what? going to church, right? Going to events, right? Being involved in church or outreach, events, etc. Worshiping, right? Is this being in sync with God during worship? Is this in, I mean, reading your Bible, is that, be, not reading your Bible, is that really being in sync with God? Um, listening. Some of you guys are sitting here looking like, man, when is it 8.30 so we can get out of here? I can go home and watch my favorite wrestling show tonight or my favorite TV show tonight. Or um, right now, my wife and I are, um, sounds wonderful. We're in a TV series called The Killing, filmed out of Seattle, which is, keeps you on the edge of your seat. But it's called Netflix, it's called DVR, it's called all of those wonderful things. It is a secular TV show. You don't watch anything like that? I didn't think so. I didn't think you watched anything on TV. So we see from listening to applying, how many of you guys know that just because you read the Word of God, you have to also apply it, right? I mean, these are basic things. We have to apply it. We have to respect it. We have to respect. We have to be obedient. So to be in sync, we see that, that when we are in sync, everything is going what? Huh? 
everything's gonna go easier because we are in the word of God. And so we are moving forward. We are staying in sync, that we are moving closer to him, that, that people, that we can help others, that we can help go through, you know, we can get through pornography. We can get through struggles because we are in sync with God. Not because you're listening to the 90s band. Ladies, some of you might like them still. Sonny probably still listens to them. <laughs> I typed in NSYNC, on, um, and I didn't spell it like they spell it, and you just, that's all you get, pretty much. And don't do images, because then you get these men in, like, these, without their shirts, and I'm like, I don't want to see any of this. And that's all it is, all the dudes. But tonight, guys, I want you guys to understand that if we don't do functions, we don't do Wednesday night, we don't do events, we don't do guys and girls nights, we don't do fall formals, we don't do paintball, we don't do, you know, going to carowinds, we don't do these things for the heck of it. Because if that was the case, then I probably wouldn't be at half of them. Is that bad to say? But you know what it is? Because I'm in love with God, because I'm in sync with God, then that is the very thing that directs me to those very things. There's some Sunday mornings that roll around, I don't want to get out of bed. Anybody else? To me, Wednesday nights, like, I got energy for the most part. Sunday mornings, I'm like, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Just I walk in and I'm like, I'm tired. I need my espresso. I need something to just kind of give me a nice little kick. Just, and so like worship is like, oh God, I got to raise my hand. It's half asleep still, but I got to worship you. But Wednesday nights, I just have a lot more energy. Anybody else agree? Because it's the night. Like anybody else night guys, night bugs? But the thing is, guys, like it or not, if you're not in sync, then you're not in agreement, then you're not moving forward, then you're not moving closer to God. Then also, along with that, then things are not going to go the way that you think they should go. In order to receive the promises of God, in order to receive the promises of the Bible, you have to be what? In sync, right? People always quote promises, all these different wonderful things. Like, I think I've mentioned this before. My mom used to have a little glass thing that flops open. It used to be on our piano. I don't know where, if she still even has it, but it has little promises. And all it would say was a promise, which was great because if you're in sync, then you're going to be able to receive that promise. But you just open it up and it just, you know, gives you a promise of, of out of scripture. And there's like 5,000 of these little things in this little glass thing. Rachel, you know what I'm talking about, right? But it just gave the promise. And we want to say, well, because I went to church, I get to go to heaven. Well, because I go to church, I get life easier. Because I go to church, I get the face on, I get the facade on, I make my parents happy. I make my friends happy, my Christian friends. I do this because it makes these people happy. Or I receive this because of this very thing. Which obviously, actually, unless you are truly in sync, not just because you come here on Wednesday nights or Wednesday night, does not mean that you are in agreement or that you are in sync with what God is doing. It just means that you're here for either 
a social status or because you like community or you like hanging out or you like whatever. But let me tell you, it's not going to get you into heaven any better than going down to the local bar or going to local party on a Friday night because unless you are in sync it really does absolutely nothing for you because it does not move you forward unless you are in sync obviously I would much rather you hear than any other place I'm not saying to go to a party but what I'm saying is you will benefit nothing if you let it go in one ear and out the other and continue to live the life that you live and live into the lies of the world or the devil that tells you that it's okay, you can live like this because everyone else is doing it. Well, the creator of everything, the one that breathes air into your lungs as they sung earlier, to the one that makes your heart beat, created you and you can't, give, you can't be in sync enough with him because you'd rather hang out or kiss on your boyfriend. Or girlfriend. To be in sync. To be in agreement. Stop coming to church and say, no, I don't want this thing connected to me. I don't want to go forward because if I go a little farther closer to God, then I, that means I got to give up pornography. Or I got to give up this struggle. Or I got to give up this addiction. Then I got to give up this thing. Or I got to give up my girlfriend or I got to give up my boyfriend. I don't want to get any closer because that means I got to change some things. That means I have to open my Bible on a daily basis. That means I have to pray on a daily basis. That means I have to do this. That means I have to do that. But to be in sync to be connected, guys, it to come to church, to come to events and be involved in things. will one, keep you in the right direction, will keep you going forward, will keep you going to the next level, will keep you tight, Dante, with Jesus, which will keep you out of the things of this world, will keep you close to him, is what that involvement's about. And we see it on different scriptures of how important it is to come together in the church service, but also come together with other Christians outside of church and be connected to help each other, even if that's just fellowship. Because it begins to show love, and where love is, then you grow, right? So tonight, with your heads bowed, God, tonight, as you've spoken, as you've been, as you've said here, God, tonight, as you you've spoke this very thing of being in sync, God, of being connected with you, about being in harmony with you, about being in agreement with you. Not just coming here or there, not just reading my word at church, or not just praying at church, but God, we want to be in agreement with you tonight. God, I pray for the ones that said they haven't read their Bible or they don't try to do it on a daily basis, God. Because I don't mean to point people out, but all that says is they're not in sync, God. And that's okay because we're all in different parts of our life and we're all growing. But God, I pray that tonight they could step up. God, as we're in one accord together, God, that we're all together, God, that we can help each other and push each other to the next level. That we can push each other to the place that we can be in sync. 
That God, that we won't be the ones that just go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays, but God, that we will go to every possible thing because that we see in your word how important it is to be connected with other Christian believers. How important it is to go to church, God, that it's not just something that, that somebody says, or I don't have to go to church because I'm a, I'm a Christian because I don't need that. Well, that's a load of bull crap. God, tonight we see that it is so important that only way we can live a life-changing life is to be here with you and to be connected with other Christians from events to activities to outreach to being involved. Not just coming to the activities, but being involved, God. God, and I, I challenge, I want you to challenge each and every one of us tonight, God. God, that we will step out and be like, okay, God, what do you want us to do? That we aren't, aren't comfortable with just coming to Sunday and Wednesday, but God, that we won't be comfortable with just living life. That, but God, that we will be challenged to step out of the box to do a ministry, to do a dance team that, that dances start next week, that people are going to join dance for the first time, or the people that, that continue to do it, to see that it's a ministry opportunity. It's not just a hangout thing. It's not just a thing to do. But God, if it's from a band, if it's from activities, God, that we don't even have in place yet, but that you see in the future. I pray for a new birthing in each and every one of us. That God, that maybe somebody in here will hear your word and they will say, okay, this is what I feel like God wants to do. Let's do this in ASM. That beyond everything else, God, because we are in sync and connected with you, God, that you will feed us, that you will direct us, that you will guide us, that we will be porn-free, that we will be addiction-free, that we will be sex-free, that we will be drug-free, that we will be life-free, that we will be life and, and from this world free. That we be boyfriend or girlfriend free. Or we'll be free from the cool status that God. God, I pray for the freedom, God, that as, as students have already went to school and students are going to school, God, that they're gonna start being going to school, God. Some in new grades and new, new, new levels of high school from going from junior high to, to middle school to high school to whatever grade, wherever they're going, God being seniors God I pray that they won't give in to the thing God that God just because they let they don't they're not in sync God that they won't be directed to be a part of the cool people that God that some are in sync right now but as soon as they get around other cool people per se of what they perceive as cool or because everybody else is doing it God that they don't give in and just do it with them too because tonight, God, we are true seekers of being in sync with you. If you will stand with me with your heads bowed. If you're here tonight and you say, I'm in sync tonight, will you just raise your hand? I'm already in sync. Come on. If you're in sync tonight. If you're here and you say, I want to be in sync tonight. Raise your hand with the people that already have their hands raised. Come on. Keep, keep your hand raised. If you say you want to go to the next level, if you want to be in sync, then raise that hand. Then get here. Then get here. Then get here. Get involved in the dance team that's starting next week. Get involved in the different outreaches that we have. You say, well, we don't have any. Well, actually, last Saturday was an outreach, believe it or not. 
If you were there, you would understand. Sometimes just being at supporting and being willing to love on someone is the biggest outreach. So if you're serious about this, come on up to this altar with hands raised high. We're going to pray together. Come on. If you're in sync and you just want to continue in that and you need prayer, because how many of you guys know that if you're in sync, it's still hard sometimes. But it's a whole lot easier to stay in a true relationship with God. It's a whole lot easier to live life to the fullest when you're an in sync. Not with in sync, but in sync with God. This tells God that you are serious. Come on, keep those hands raised high. It's, it's an evening. Your arms are fully awake by this point. How serious are you? Come on. It requires you to try and to strive to read his word on a daily basis. It requires, if you don't have a Bible, come see me. If you don't have a translation that you feel like you can understand, come see me. I'll get you a Bible. But it requires that true relationship of a daily basis and in being at everything. Because when we're around each other, we build each other up. We help keep each other accountable. We help keep each other going to the next level and that we're going to be in sync together. So a concert prayer tonight. Dear Jesus, thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace, your power, your anointing, and your incredible love. Tonight, as you've forgiven each and every one of us of our sin, and you've come into our hearts, and make us totally clean because we are sorry. We ask, come on, speak it. We ask that we stay in sync. That I, that I, say your name. That I, that Nate, come on, say your name. That I stay in sync with you through your word, through prayer, through Christian friends that I'm going to hang around at school, even when it's not cool. And I'm going to go to activities at church, not just because they're, they're fun things, but God, because I know it keeps me in sync with you. And I want to be more creative in your outreaches and the things that you desire. Birth inside me a new passion, a new love, a new desire for you and for doing the things that you have called us to do. And Jesus